This is 89.1 WEMU, and I'm Deb Pollack, President and CEO of Creative Washtenaw, and usually David Fair's co-host for WEMU's weekly feature, Creative Impact. David is out on medical leave and getting ready to come back better than ever. So until he returns sometime after Thanksgiving, I'm excited to serve as your solo host. Join me over the next few weeks as we welcome creative guests and continue to explore the impact of the arts and creative industries in Washtenaw County. So here we go, my first solo. One of Ann Arbor's oldest music venues, maybe one you've never seen, or maybe you've seen it but you've never stepped inside. You might not even know it's a music club. Bob Hasbardic serves as secretary of the Zalgaz Grotto, located on West Stadium. Welcome to Creative Impact, Bob. Hi, good morning. So, Bob, the Zal- I said I kind of messed the name up, but the Zalgraz got Grotto, let me say that one more time, Zalgraz got Grotto is 110 years old, being founded in 1911. That's a lot of history. Can you give us a two-minute summary? Yeah, well, um, they've been in different places around Ann Arbor, um, mostly downtown, and uh, ever since 1911, we've been... Uh, doing crazy hijinks and doing charity work uh, around Ann Arbor. The Grotto Club, Zalgaz Grotto, was formed by um, uh, Masonic uh, brothers in the city who've been in Ann Arbor for even longer, uh, ever since, uh, I think, 1827, uh, the first Masonic Lodge was formed in Ann Arbor. And uh, those members eventually got together to form what's called a Grotto Club, which is really just a fun social club for Masons, a place where, you know, Masons can uh, and their spouses could unwind and uh, do things that uh, have fun in Lodge, uh, as they might not have done during their regular Masonic meetings, because they're a little bit more serious. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so, so I was surprised, I did a bunch of research, as I often do for our shows, that Masonic scholars traced the origins of the Masons back to the Middle Ages and the craft of stone masonry. And those are people who, you know, do use stones to, to, for building structures and sculptures. And the Stonemasons Guild was formed to regulate that practice and the skills and the people that are, were doing that work. Um, what do you think most people think about the Masons? Gosh, you know, I wish I knew the answer to that question. <laughs> um, I think they think it's something mysterious or some, uh, you know, uh, uh, underground thing. But it's, it's. We like to say we're not a secret organization, um, but an organization with some secrets. Like back in the stonemasons' age, I guess people had to have certain ways of recognition. So there might be a secret handshake. There might be a secret passwords so that you knew that that person was in the guild. I see. And uh, and so we kind of carry on that tradition, and we have, yes, we have secret passwords and everything, but uh, the Masons are really just a, a very old fraternity that dates the ma- ma- masonry as we know it dates back to like the 1700s. So, so what's that password? Just kidding. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. So I love I love that um, uh, the founders of the order uh, wanted to bring joy to their hearts by the cultivation of sunny cheerfulness and indulging in healthy merriment and joyful laughter. That sounds great. How do you guys, um, how do you manage that at the, at, at the Grotto? Well, first of all, it's a club where, um, you know, our own members and their family can come and hang out and uh, have, a, have a social gathering place. But over the years... Um, 
it's morphed into something more, especially ever since we've had our place on West Stadium since 1958. Um, really, we've shared the building with the community and in, in having uh, music acts and um, magicians and um, the grotto used to sponsor uh, a grotto circus every year in Ann Arbor. Apparently, it was a really big deal. You can find pictures of elephants coming down the steps of uh, <laughs> of one of our temples, and so that that's what it's it's really just is right from the get go. The grotto club has been a social activity and a charitable activity. This is Creative Impact on 89.1 at WEMU, and our guest is Bob Hespardic, secretary of the 110-year-old Zal Gaz Grotto, one of Ann Arbor's oldest music venues. So, Bob, when and, and how and why did um, the Grotto start presenting local bands and musicians? Well, I think really from the get-go, when we moved in in. Uh, into our current building in the early 60s and got things going. Um, it's just a really nice venue space. We've always had a um, uh, uh, two sides to the house. We have a, a, a bar and commercial kitchen, and we have um, a banquet hall with a stage at one end, and um, bands have been coming there for years. And um, our current manager, Pat Tesmer, has just done a great job uh, interfacing with local musicians and uh, offering them a place to play. You know, it's kind of a neat setup that Grotto has um, because of our usual penniless condition. We <laughs> don't. Uh, <laughs> we we have to pay property taxes to the city, believe it or not. Um, but we usually let bands play at our place free of charge. We don't pay them. So and and uh, we don't charge them anything to pay there, but they always take the, the cover charge. So a band that comes to the grotto um, knows that they, they get the cover free and clear, and and uh, maybe we'll sell a few beers and stuff uh, uh, as we go. Well, so uh, one of WEMU's favorites, the Paul Keller Orchestra, is the Monday Night mm-hmm. Regular. And we stepped in, my husband and I stepped in a f- couple weeks ago to see um, Paul Klinger's Easy Street Jazz Band. And I yeah. kind of loved, um, you know, the atmosphere. It was is fun. So um, how do bands find you guys? Well, some, gosh, I would say a lot of it's been by word of mouth. Um the jazz crowd has been great at the Grotto Club. I think they might have been looking for a new home when, when the old Bird of Paradise shut down um, downtown. And um, ever since then, they they've been uh, playing at the Grotto, and it's, they've really become the whole jazz crowd is you know a really big scene in Ann Arbor, and they've become a really big part of our life at the Grotto. And w- usually. Sorry, sorry. I was going to say, WEMU is part of that big scene. And speaking of WEMU, this is Creative Impact, and our guest is Bob Hispardic, secretary of the 110-year-old Zell Gaz Grotto, one of Ann Arbor's oldest music venues. So what about your audience? How do you promote to them and reach them? Is that up to you as the the club, or or is it up to the artists to do that? It's both. Um, Our membership has had to learn to, to work the internet and um, get uh, <laughs> social media going and so that we can advertise stuff. And we encourage the bands that play at our place to um, try to wind up their, their own social media um, 
publicity, and then we always share that on our through our different channels. We have, uh, of course, we have a Facebook page, and we have a website, and we have um, um, Instagram account. So we try to share all the artist stuff that uh, they give us, and uh, we also put put their their events that they're having at our club on our calendar. And we also have a really great um, email list from our Friends of the Grotto organization, um, kind of like other nonprofits where you might go to have a have an adult beverage. Um, you need to be a, some kind of member at the Grotto to do so. And we have offer a really reasonable Friends of the Grotto membership, and we have a really large email list of really great um, uh, fans of local Ann Arbor music. So and that really helps, I think. Everyone's invited. You don't have to be a member to, to attend. So, That's um, right. And, and foods and drinks and cover, I noticed that there's a food truck out front. Yeah, Cosa Sabrosa. Um, during the pandemic, we really grew a re- uh, business relationship with our, our friend Jeff from Cosa Sabrosa, and it's probably one of the best uh, um, Mexican food in town. And he operated a food truck out of our commercial kitchen. That is, he used to do prep work in our commercial kitchen. And since the pandemic uh, came, he's moved his cooking operation and selling operation into our building. And you can get really excellent Cosa Sabrosa yeah, it's, um, food. It's- it's very good. I had a chance to sample that. Thank you so for that, having good food. So, you know, after 110 years, the grotto is still creating that cheerfulness and merriment and laughter, mostly and often be through Ann Arbor's finest musicians. Thanks so much for taking us inside the grotto. It's been a delight to have you on Creative Impact, Bob. Oh, that's fantastic, and I hope to see you there sometime soon. Absolutely. That's Bob Hasbarderick, Secretary of the 110-year-old Zalgraz Grotto and a gem of Ann Arbor music venue here in our area, featuring many of the area's best musicians. Learn more about Bob and the Grotto at WEMU.org. I'm Deb Pollack, President and CEO of Creative Washtenaw and temporary solo host of Creative Impact. Join me the next week for another informative and exciting Creative Washtenaw guest. We'll let David Fair continue his recovery and look forward to his return in late November. For more information on today's guest and topic, head over to WEMU.org. I'm Deb Pollack, and this is your community NPR radio station, 891 WEMU FM and WEMU HD1 Ypsilanti.